Yo. Hello. Yo. What's up, man? Oh, we're actually live <laughs> this time. I was just doing another test over here. Testing, we're testing. Testing, testing, still testing, and it's working no, it's according working to this laptop. Is the range okay for you? The yeah, cable? It's perfect. actually perfect. Okay, ladies and gentlemen and animals and everybody who's listening, <laughs> watching. Uh, we're in fucking Palenque. This guy who's sitting right next to me is Josh. I met him in San Jose del Pacifico in Oaxaca, and yeah, we just... River of life. Met each other. <laughs> yeah. yeah. River of life always bring you back around somewhere or another. Yeah. Uh, that was pretty soon, to be honest. Like, just two weeks or yeah. something. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. But we didn't really have a chance to finish up what we were... Yeah, that's... We only had a short time. And we got disturbed, actually, by recording the podcast by yeah. external forces, like, yeah, yeah, my phone and overheating stuff. Oh, and, yeah. That's true. I and remember. And people now. who were talking all the time yeah. in between. And there was even, like, a girl. I guess you know her, but because I didn't know her, we we're, like, talking to each other, and she wanted to interrupt. Hi. I didn't like, know her at I all. I was like... <laughs> I didn't. I had never met her before in my life. I didn't know her. At okay. All. Okay. Okay. Fuck that. <laughs> I'm not sure why she was there, um, but that happens a lot. I don't get too offended by it. Fair enough. Um, we're gonna start with your fucking book <laughs> because you're writing a fucking book. It's called um, "Becoming a Superhero by Ditching the Custom," and I read this book. Yes, yeah, I appreciate. It. You're actually the first reader, man. Yeah, uh, 139 pages. Oh, it was okay. Thank I you. I added some. I highlighted just the mistakes that I. That's cool. I appreciate I, your help, man. Did I? <laughs> and that's good to know how many pages. I was curious how many. I knew how many characters, but I didn't know how many pages that meant. Mm-hmm. 139. Yeah. Okay. No, but um, <laughs> maybe for everybody who's listening, can you just, I don't know, synopsisize the synopsisize the book there? Yeah. Um, well, it's 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 a work that really summarizes a, the culmination of a, a life lived in a way that I don't find being done as often as I find it should be because what I'm speaking of is a life lived freely in the main nature of the person you came here as and the experience of life you've desired to be having in the day-to-day course of your existence. And uh, really... There's no real secret or trick or difficulty to returning to a state of living that's enjoyable. It's just stopping the doing of the shit that isn't enjoyable. (laughs) And you just find that stuff by following your desires. It's really easy. You know it's enjoyable. Stop doing the stuff that isn't. And the costume people wear, all all the costumes people wear in their various shades and colors and sizes are to mask their pain of living a life out of conformity with the desire they have for their life. It just doesn't ever work. So they build these crazy institutions of fear in their lives to uh, keep themselves believing they're less than they truly are so that they don't feel so bad settling for garbage in their life when they could be having one hell of an experience. So um, maybe just because I was reflecting on myself when I read this book and um, I did something that I really didn't enjoy, for example, and the consequence was just like quitting the job and doing the thing that I like. Yeah. And in my case, it was a lot of like really, really easy because I don't have any obligations or responsibilities to any, anybody, sure. you know. And but that was making me thinking in about your case. Um, the first two podcast sessions, I was pretty overwhelmed sometimes by the emotions, by the uh, story. Yeah, but now I I know you a little bit better, I would say, and yeah, yeah. Um, so I n- don't 
I'm not afraid of asking you yeah, yeah. like some That's specific cool. questions yeah, yeah. because in your case that you did, you had respon or you still have respons responsibilities to Absolutely. your wife or ex-wife and ex -wife. you have four daughters, but you Correct. still left. Um, because of that very responsibility you referenced, man, the world has plenty of people doing the wrong things that are resulting in a future that I wasn't comfortable with my children inheriting. And though I couldn't have known it at the time and really didn't have a clue for years, that was always about, it was always about upholding that responsibility, right? To hand my children a future that was something I'd be proud to call theirs, right? And it couldn't look anything like what I was experiencing because what I was experiencing was, was misery. So... Nanette was not something I was prepared to hand my children, especially when it came with a me that wasn't equipped to express any form of real, legitimate, genuine concern and love for a female that was my child because absent a sexual desire, a male being really doesn't have the capacity to express any kind of pseudo-intimacy even. To a child, to, to a female child for a male, I promise you, It's a very difficult thing to conjure up the motivation of expressing the thing you're used to calling love because in every other context with a woman, it's requiring of this sexual lust, eros, passion, this other thing that's not there with your child. And so it's just you, you there's a disconnect and you have to, in my experience, so many things have happened, but one that's one that the primary that I see reshaping everything in, 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 in all of life is that I've reprogrammed myself to love the, a woman first. For many years of missing my children, years, the world went crazy and, and they just were t torn from me right at the moment I, this was even years ago now, the moment I found my, the love I was looking for to be able to share with them, just torn away. So for years, just being alone and wanting to share my love with them and only th having thoughts of missing them and, and desiring connection and intimacy with them and it being completely non-sexual, it just reprogrammed my entire perspective on all women in general. And I, I relate to all of them as first a child of a, a, an energy that's not something to be taken from, not something to be sucked the life out of, not something to be preyed, preyed on like some kind of a food, but <laughs> but something just to be loved, the object of unconditional expression of love, agape love, the kind of love that doesn't take into account what might be gotten in return for it. Now... Go yeah. ahead. Go no, ahead. no, no, go, go ahead. I was going to say now. I, I now that doesn't mean I'm. I'm just learning a lot of new things about what happens next. But I do know that my children, my daughters, my they're, they're going to demand. They're going to look for um, men that are like their father, right? That's what everybody, that's what they've been saying forever, and it seems to be true. Well, my children have a brand new pattern to look for. And I think they'll get they'll get some traction when the men start seeing that the beautiful women want something other than crazy. Maybe they'll sane it up a little. I don't know. Um, the the unconditional love that you're talking about in general, because uh, <laughs> it's hard to get, I guess, for yeah for the majority. So you your expression of unconditional love in that case is leaving your family. 
leaving your four daughters absolutely just in order to it, it sounds fucking crazy and i guess you you understand me like sure. when i'm saying when i am admitting actually that it's like pretty crazy oh. to to leave your own family especially your four little daughters to grow up without a father and that's what he did and your mission was to change the planet or to save the planet with this book no that's not that's that can't be called accurate no my mission was to deliver my children what could be called a father anyway see the problem with most men today on earth mm -hmm. they think that the point of their existence is to remain miserable in a situation to which they committed themselves when they were young and foolish and didn't know any better and then stay in that position for as long as they're alive and call it good even though they realized long ago it was foolish and to continue doing it later was even f more foolish and the fruit of it in their lives and having lived it and watched it in the lives of every man around me that I could imagine watching, trying to figure out who might be doing something right and finding out that nobody was is this comes out on the children when the fathers, de when the fathers deprive themselves of something and demand of themselves a sacrifice of the pieces that are contrary to the profit centers of the world and the message of slavery that's given to keep one dependent upon not living but survival well it's uh the father views the world as a cold and hospitable play inhospitable place to which teaching his children how to adjust means beating out of them with his words even his fucking hands on you know spanking still pretty well accepted and i know that my ex-wife and i were practicers as christian sorts of that draconian punishment punishing out of them the beautiful parts of themselves that were really the hope and future of humanity in favor of the parts someone would pay them to have so in the process of that disingenuous disingenuous teaching of life you feel horrible you know you're not doing right and you actually know that as you're punishing your children the only thing you're thinking about is what someone else is thinking about you based on their behavior and punishing them to avoid looking bad to somebody else. I promise you, I did it. So after watching myself for a number of years, wishing I could express love for my children the way that I felt inside I had, but couldn't get it to come out my mouth without some something hurtful connected to it for no reason except I was hurting for no reason except... I didn't have a self properly attached to my body to express or receive love with. No idea what love was because I didn't have it for me. And you're not going to find it anywhere else until you found it inside of yourself. I promise you that. So with the day when my, when my, when my oldest daughter, I heard years of year, literally years from the moment she was born and being the first person I ever met with my DNA being adopted. I have no idea anybody else with my dna but she was the first one and when i saw her there was an immediate tension and it i realized many years later that was between the parts of myself that i didn't accept that were in her and i related to her through the, the just that part of myself that i would there would be no part of myself i could reject and not view that part in my children and try to punish it out of them as the only way of relating to them the only way that whatever was going was ever going to be possible for me to love my children the way that they deserve to be loved was to go away and figure out how to love myself in it as fully as I deserve to be loved, as every human needs to figure out for themselves. And the trick is with life, you will never learn the depth, the, the heights of your own glory to any extent you haven't sacrificed yourself to the depths of your fears, right? You'll never learn to love 
for yourself while holding on to the things you fear losing because you believe you're made lovable by those things that you are afraid to lose. So the whole point of this experience, this whole fucking system is literally to build something worth losing and then lose it in exchange for yourself because it makes you have a cost that you've paid. And the greatest gift I have ever given my children is a complete and whole human being because I'll tell you what, this divine motherfucker has just fixed the planet and just all going to be reading about it real shortly in this book. And so knowing what I know now, there's not a single part of me that I would wish anyone else in my position with the opportunity, insight, and tools available would have made the same decision. It was excruciatingly difficult, but I'll be goddamned if a warrior waits in the in this house for the enemy to get to his front door before feeding his wife and children to the enemy, begging for a few more seconds of life. What a warrior does, goes to the front line before those he loves even know there's a danger to think about. Sometimes those dangers move too fast. You can't wait for other you cannot wait for other people to see them. It would be too late. Some things just have to be addressed. Man, that's Does that make more sense to that, you? That's that's hard. Um that's hard. So maybe to recap a little bit, um you were not able to express love properly or the way you wished to express it in, towards your children, right? That's correct, yeah. Um, and you kind of knew that you're not going to be able to express it? I had been trying for almost a decade, for eight years. My oldest daughter was eight yeah. years, and every night I would cry out to this invisible God I believed in at the time to take away the harsh and mean feelings, the, the harsh and mean temperament that would come out of me in place of the feelings I had for my, for my, for my child, which were of love and desire to express compassion. But I realized finally after watching everyone else in life on the same path I was, staying in the home, doing the same shit I was, just as miserably as I was doing it, and acting the same exact fucking way toward my children as I was, only 40 years my senior, I, God damn it, I just couldn't no longer justify doing the same shit and hoping for some kind of different result. There was just too much at stake. I mean, four little girls who had hopes and expectations for life that I had no clue how to deliver any answers on because I hadn't bothered to figure them out for myself. Hmm. So and so you tried to figure the answers like on your own? <laughs> they blow stuff up around here, sir. Um, <laughs> yeah, tomorrow is like this this oh, is same it? day, whatever. Uh, but doesn't matter. Um, fuck, I just We're forgot what I wanted to ask. Yeah, yeah, you, f you, tried to figure you tried to figure out the answers on your own? Uh, well, that was the only thing I hadn't done yet to that point in life. Before in life, I had looked at what others said to do yeah. and went completely the other direction in rebellion. Dropped out of high school, did a bunch of crazy shit for 10 years, then was like, well, this isn't working out so well. So I went the other way into conformity and did all the other shit that people had said I should do. So instead of the opposite of what they said to do, I did exactly what they said to do. Now, problem is, when I was doing what they said not to do, I was feeling bad about it. Mm -hmm. And also when I was doing what they said to do, I was feeling bad about it <laughs> because I didn't do any of it as the as the result of a personal process of determining what's valid and right for my path of existence, right? You need to feel, you can't follow someone else to where you're supposed to go. <laughs> We all have different paths and places and experiences that call us and there's just you just you can't follow someone especially someone who doesn't even have any fucking experiences of their own anywhere you want to go 
So the only thing that was left ahead of me is I'm watching these other people who just have get given up complete personal responsibility for themselves, absolute complete personal responsibility for themselves, had to sacrifice themselves at the altar of personal gain, selfish benefit, and building a little bubble of insulation to medicate their pain of the suffering of the world to pretend as if it didn't exist while they enjoy their little hoarded wealth on nothing because there's nobody to enjoy it with and even they're not enjoying it so that's what these people were doing and i'm watching them and i'm like y'all are miserable as shit i'll be damned if i'm gonna live the rest of my life like that because i'm already miserable and i will not i will not and i promise i'll say it again i will not make my children that miserable and yeah the only thing left to do is to trust myself that leading where i was going all i knew at the time is that i had to go and rediscover the passion of life i was missing something of great importance and it was important beyond just any one thing. It was everything. And then the process of that one answer being recovered of within myself, recovering my identity as the identity we all share, which is divine God of the universe, came with all the answers on how to fix the fucking planet. Imagine that. I guess we created it. So <laughs> I can't. I, there is not a damn thing. There is not a damn thing that could have, should have, or would have been done any differently at all, except by someone that wasn't me that called a coward. Because when you're knowing what you know and you feel and you are told in your heart and you understand you're in a position that you can. You, you're something needing to be done and you have an opportunity you have to do it and i just would want everyone else if it weren't me in the position of having to do this i would just hope that whoever it was on would have done the same thing but um that's really that do you think that your daughters are gonna understand at one point what you did for them i already know how would they know i mean once they i'm pretty sure the whole reason their mother excellent their mother their my, my ex their mother is keeping them has been keeping them from me on is on the basis that daddy's crazy well i'm publishing a book already written already published that you've read that literally explains very clearly why if anyone's crazy it's not me the fucking common sense of the world is actually common foolishness And all it took was somebody to sit down long enough and detach themselves from the cycle and vicious circle of this nonsense that they're choosing to believe to support the nonsense they're doing. For no re I don't know why. They're miserable doing the nonsense. So to support it doesn't make sense, especially with bullshit. <laughs> But so this worldview they've constructed to, con to, con to, uh, to support their love of and their love of fear really which is the money survival system that's what it is you have to detach from that look around long enough to say all right what's really the problem here it can't be the other poor people they don't have the solution all the money that's missing is not in their pockets so fighting amongst ourselves over it doesn't make any sense at all but if i had listened to my ex-wife i would have just gone and carved myself i could have don't don't make any mistake about it i could have become exceptionally successful by any manner standard of the fucking world that i had chosen however i mean when i chose to apply my unique array of diverse experiences and just strangely just when on the law school admissions test i literally got none almost basically you might as well i guessed all of the logic game section but i aced the verbal reasoning and reading comprehension sections this has never been done before they're fucking impossible to beat but i fucking broke them basically that test went down in history that gets curved it went those two sections went down as the hardest ever because the next highest on the list i mean the next highest score was like 19 or so out of 24 so using this the ability to build a foundation of words analyze them understand what they mean and actually never forget any one of them 
like ever later in life later something else will come up that lines with the other one and it's the ability to piece these things together and burn through an exceptional amount of information very quickly i finished i I had no college credits in 2009 by 2013 i graduated with a juris doctor tested out of 33 credits took 26 credits per semester at three schools and worked full-time for most of it i mean just i have this ability these are my skills i don't i can talk but I don't have, and you finished this university in four years instead of seven, right? Correct, yes. And so, like, I just was looking, and with all these things put together, I, I, I wasn't, I mean, that combined, at the year after graduation, I spent 18 hours a day looking, applying for jobs, resume after cover letter after resume after cover letter, tailored to any company's profit and try to convince them that was the most important thing in my life was their bottom line with no results not one and i'm like this is not normal like i usually get a job anytime and this during this time though i'm knowing i have to leave and go do something else but i'm trying to just avoid the thought and like uh, it's two weeks after i left i fell in two weeks after i finally left a year later and i hadn't even applied for any job i sent out one application in those two weeks and i i got immediately hired and that was the last job i had in many years ago but it was the fucking i fell into it and that's how i learned that life was not meant to be but if i had not if i had resigned myself to competing over some little scraps against the other people who aren't eating anything themselves i wouldn't have been able to find my way to the answers of what really is value and profit in the world, which is the things we can find that benefit everyone freely without regard to ability to pay in their pursuit of their free expression of life and the enjoyment of being themselves, doing what they're doing. I and mean, that, that, that's basically something that you have always trying to explain in your book or that you're already explaining and it's related to fucking common sense just to be yourself in order to succeed in life in order to... Yeah, yeah, but being yourself is apparently not that easy. Otherwise, you have, you didn't, you wouldn't have written this book. It, it, well, yeah, nobody's, nobody's. Yeah, the removing of the mask is the most important thing from the youngest of ages. When a child is asked what they want to be when they grow up, they're told right then with that statement, "Being yourself isn't good enough." So better find a mask and it can't be the one no, not that one it can't have a fucking musical instrument on it because no one's going to pay you for that one so find another mask find another mask, right and mm-hmm. and the parents pass down more than anything what the parents do is teach their children to wear the same masks that they do all right that's just what i chose to stop doing but in in, in because your children are still growing up like our how old are they now well uh 12, 10, 8, and 7, if I'm not mistaken. I might, it's been so long, man. I'm starting to lose. I know exactly when their birthdays are and if I did the math, but I just, that's generally how they are. I mean, I'm going to be off by a couple months. They're growing up with your ex wife right now, right? That's correct. And do they have a father figure? Well, she's, well, no, no, they have, well, I'm not going to just, I'm not going to disparage. No, they have a typical human male on planet Earth that's, just as empty and hollow as their mother who's stolen their actual father but i'll tell you one thing's for damn sure men on this planet who are remaining in the home without their self which any of them who haven't left to go and find themselves you have to build the things you love and then leave them to learn how to love them and then be able to come back and share it all these people staying in the homes with their children today with not a self to give and being miserable shells of human beings that are wrapped up in religious bullshit and teaching their children to wear whatever kind of dysfunctional masks they themselves cope with in life, they're causing harm. They're not doing good by being there. They're actually better off by being away because you know what's happening right now, and I, this is common psychological understanding. When children's fathers are gone, <laughs> and one attorney one day, I'll tell you in a minute, when children's fathers are out, not in the picture and are, are completely eliminated, 
from contact. The children create these fan- these these fantasy scenarios in their minds that their father's off saving the world, right? <laughs> well, you know what? In this case, but it's true. So I'll tell you, it's not even a question. It's funny. Just before I left the United States, there was this lawyer I met with trying to figure out how, I mean, there's just some most unreasonable things that happened to keep my children and I apart. But she's like, well, you should set up a time to at least meet with them and tell them. <laughs> I didn't even register for weeks. She's like, to tell them that daddy has some things he needs to work on in himself and tell them that you're not off saving the world. And I realized later, I was like three weeks later, like that fucking bitch. Like I went to law school, right? I'm a lawyer as well. And just, well, I was never licensed, but I have the same training. And she was sneaky with them words. I didn't realize she was actually talking shit to me because i was sitting there explaining to her how i was working on this project that i literally already had scientific breakthroughs in to lead i understood what was going on so i was sharing fact i wasn't sharing like i would like to i was telling her science and stuff and she was talking shit to me i should tell my children that i wasn't off doing what they might be imagining but at this moment they're imagining exactly what I'm doing. And when I deliver that, and this book is published, and they realize, well, this guy, I'm sure, is the first one talking about this shit because, well, look at the, this is the exact opposite of what everybody's doing and thinking and talking about, right? So, uh, and then they're going to be reunited with me, and the fucking feeling, I'll tell you, it's very clear and apparent. Every one of these beautiful women that I'm attracting lately and we're just connecting with, not not like even not even in a sexual way. At the, to this point, I have no idea what the future of sexual humanity is, but the, this connection is with the spirits of my daughter. It's my daughters. They're in all women. It's, we have the same spirit, right? And I can see, I can just see the energy. And the, 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 that connection, that same like instant attraction, right? It's so much different than the darkness that they're presently living in, right? They're living in absolute miserable darkness, oppression of the most conservative, like, let just stole these children's father because he was doing the right thing. Like, this is the kind of people that there are. But, but that's the point, man, uh, because your children are growing up right now the way you actually no no that's up, that's right? no that's not no I'm no right now there's two two sides to that one is. Yes, and one part I guess I didn't explain is that for the first number of years of the divorce, I saw my children all the time. Mm-hmm. We were, I mean, we regularly exercised weekends with them and 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 such. Uh, there came a point though that my ex-wife became my ex-wife became embittered over my dating relationship that I had ongoing with Ashley. I mentioned in the book. Um, the, uh, For some reason, I mean, it's kind of there's some backstory sort of because her, my ex-wife, and I hung out one week after two years of divorce. And for some reason, she thought that meant I'd never talk to Ashley again. When she found out shortly after I'd spoken to Ashley again, she literally stopped looking at me when we'd exchange the kids, stopped talking, wouldn't even exchange, wouldn't even speak to me, would ignore me when I asked her questions. It was crazy. And then two months later, she heard, she, 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 she got third-hand information about possible drug use of mine, told the court that, and they took, they, they suspended my parental, um, my visitation. I went there to talk to them about the drugs, ready to take a fucking drug test. They started talking about mental health evaluation and taking poison medications. I'm like, well, listen, I happen to know I'm, I might well be the only fucking sane person in this country, possibly this planet, and I'll be goddamned if I'm going to do anything for your profit-hungry medical establishment to give them the opportunity to sell me some poison. They will gladly sell me all the poison that they can fucking get me to take. I'm not going to do it. I won't return to my children. I left to become authentic. I was missing from my life, right? It was gone. I wasn't there. And so I wasn't going to return to my children by being a liar and saying there's something wrong with me. That's the exact reason I left to figure out, actually there's not anything wrong with me because as I was in the context of the relationship with their mother and in the home, 
what I was continually trying to figure out was exactly that question. What is wrong with me? <laughs> What's wrong with me, right? The answer ultimately is nothing, nothing. But as long as I was there trying to fix it, but right now my spirit is constantly with them and they know instead of me being there every day, showing them in some form or fashion a reason to think I didn't love them, right? By being harsh or acting like they were in my way or giving them and giving them this pattern of what to desire, expect, and demand of men, right? This is literally this, this, this thing that I've seen in every man I've examined. Right, that would be, uh, right now, they're, they're able to imagine, instead of, instead of reinforcing this idea that they're not lovable, they have the beauty of this, whatever creation they've made in their mind of it, aided by the things I've been able to share that literally support the conclusion that they're having, like he's doing something important, right? It's an amazingly beautiful poetic tale. When we're reunited, it's going to be like a crossing over of the strands of eternity. They're going to have this beautiful perspective to see that the complete darkness that they've been immersed in and calling it light has really been fear and not love. But they've been loving the fear. Just like this is just a human journey right here, right? Like this is what humans do right now. But, I mean, the fear is their mother, right? That's her part of this equation. And she's done exactly what she's needed to do because if it was only after they demanded this whole, after they stole my children, I could no longer even speak to them, right? I never even... It's unsupported in case law to alienate children without some abuse of some some kind. There's not even one allegation of abuse, like that they just took away all right to even speak to my children. But it was only after that, after I realized they weren't really going to give them back, right? They really weren't going to like even let me talk to them. Nothing, nothing until I did the one thing I would not do: sacrifice myself, right? Cut my own head off. Until I, I asked myself, what's the biggest thing daddy can do to show his girls he left for the best reason ever? And literally, this whole light, this whole, this universe dropped the fucking plans for evolution, the magnetics, electrical production, the strategy for the financial conversion of the system to the debt to use the, the wealth of the rich as the leverage for the new Just all of it just would download kind of constantly. I'm like, holy shit, this is crazy. <laughs> okay. Because you were talking, or you just mentioned it, that you uh, came along some scientific breakthroughs. Yeah. And in general, fixing the planet. Yeah. You had this, you, did you have this idea forever? Or was it like just there when you, was, when you were thinking about it? Like, how can I show my children? It was really just there then. Like, like what's the biggest thing that I can so do? So at that point, like when you didn't have any contact with your children? Yeah. You're like thinking, okay... What is the oh. most unmistakable thing I can do that they will never be able to miss or misinterpret, okay. right? And and didn't you think like fuck, that's kind of ridiculous? How oh. can I should how can I f fix the problem? Well, no, no, at that point I'd already experienced um a great deal been years. This was two and a half years after the divorce, and there was a great deal of growth. There was a great deal of, uh, each one of my I have a specific experience with each of the, well, the first the kundalini energy awakening then the, each of the chakras opening in just a radical transformation in the, uh, the a, a clear and immediate like recognition of weird shit happening pursuant to like my creative thought and ability just shit was ha like crazy weird shit had been going on and i couldn't at any i mean i it's not even things i need it, 
I don't even know how much of my shared in the book because they're just personal. I just knew better. I already knew that I could do anything I fucking wanted for real. Anything I put my mind to for real. I, it's not, not, a, not a question. And especially after I had done the one thing I thought I would never do, which was walk away from my uh, family. That was the one thing that was very heavily and uh, uh, strongly ingrained is all the men in the family, every fucking one of them, they're all stuck right there. <laughs> right there with their women having the balls in the purse, right? Marrying them to the ground. The men are the spiritual leaders, but the woman demands material security and comfort. The two aren't compatible, and to actually give the woman what she needs, which is for the husband to wake the fuck up because the DNA in the children is his and the DNA in the wife's brain, which is there from this, they just is there and sexual partners share DNA. It's required. The fucking spiritual leader, the husband will either stay in the home and risk the perishing of his entire family, or he'll go out, find himself, love the shit out of himself and come back with something real to share the rest of the people. Because by staying there, it's just selfish. It's caught its fear. It's, it's, a, it's, an, it's a f- knowing it don't work, but being too afraid of, Owning your shit, right? There's a song I like by a guy named Decca, great fucking band. I don't remember the name of the song, but one part of it at the end, he's the guy's talking. He's like, you know, it came a point in my life that I took full, I took stock of the thing, of my mistakes and the thing where I was in life, and I took, and where I had gone wrong along the way, and I took full responsibility for those things. It's just not that hard. Here, this is quantum reality already. We're already doing it. Binary is exists or doesn't exist choice well choice is fucking quantum because it makes it change from existing to not existing or the other way around but if you can't exercise if you reach a point in your travel that you realize you might as well go ahead and just assume understand and present like get we're not going to die this is fucking eternity you're never death going to happen so just assume that whatever you're experiencing now you will always be experiencing. There's not going to come some master reset where you die and start over and get to make better choices. This is it. And you thank God because you'd have to go through all the same fucking mistakes to learn the shit again, right? So you to apply what you already know, it just takes courage. You already have the lessons. You already know what the fuck feels like. You know what needs to be done. It's just lacking the balls. They're still in your wife's purses. And okay, <laughs> fuck that. Let, let, let's go to that point. How did you fix the planet, or what's your idea of fixing the planet? What's the scientific breakthrough? The idea, I mean, just return to the fact that nature's been powered since the beginning of time by forces that we can use to power our existence. It's kind of silly. I'm not sure how long they think it takes hot rocks to cool off going through frozen space. But to me, 4.6 trillion years seems mighty excessive. <laughs> I might give it a year or two, bud, but... You know, and then we got this ball of burning gas in the middle of a vacuum. You know what a vacuum does to gas? Well, it doesn't last in a vacuum. So the fact that this ball of fire can't actually be in the sky as a gas in the middle of a vacuum, well, I mean, it was obvious very quickly that the humans having the fucking foggiest idea what they're actually doing with science. They don't have a clue. They're ignoring what's really just happening to keep doing shit that doesn't even make sense. Like, they've been looking for another the fucking planet... Cal, uh, uh, Maxwell, John Maxwell wrote the thermodynamics. He wrote himself, if it doesn't prove true, it's false. Well, one of the things they had to do to prove true is the planet lose like a lot of temperature, 40, 
600 degrees Kelvin. That's a lot of temperature, right? It's a fucking massive amount. Instead of that, it's gotten more unstable. The energy in the center of it hasn't cooled at all. And they're starting to look for other sources of fucking input, like the moon. I've read an article recently that fucking scientists are considering the moon as an alternate source. But what they're not actually doing is coming out and confessing, well, you know, this means is that thermodynamics is completely bunk. <laughs> like, this part isn't true. There's not a fucking bit of it that's true. But you're going to still continue selling your lives in the furnace of burning up everything in your creation and your existence to satisfy your god of thermodynamics we don't understand this but it's gonna have to stop it's fucking not hard none of this is complicated that was the first realization is that there was a way that this has been done before the egyptians they did electrolysis that's literally it was all it all came to me really much at once the egyptians did electrolysis created hydrogen in the oxygen canopy with the spark created when the polarity of the planet shifted it caused this explosion of water and the world flooded right this was this is all recorded in every bit of history that there's been made right so they did electricity well, we don't know they did it how did they do it well they must use natural fucking components and then it's really the, the breakthrough is that nature's parts the trees conduct electricity actual electric field of the 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 light which is the equivalent of electrical all electricity it's one polarity we are doing monopoly we're only using the magnetic now we don't include we do not use the natural part of the system at all we use a perverted form of it that's really moving two metals right so it's instead of doing instead of the it's, it's using two magnetic fields to produce electrical current all right and this is actually not something that's in the book yet this is new information to me it's coming out in a different way it, it, it's it's it they're doing two magnet they're using a physical magnet which is our metal rocks from the ground and they're using uh what coil copper which is also rocks from the ground more or less and they're moving them together to produce electricity the fucking trees they the, the trees they are they take the well here's how they work in nature taking the electric field when the light comes in the photosynthesis happens by the fission when the electric field is separated from the magnetic field of light the light has two fields magnetic and electric <laughs> the tree separates the two turns the magnetic field into the schumann resonance that's all over the planet and it puts the fucking electric field into the ground as a pulse when lightning strikes all over in light too into the aquifer layer the water layer which charges the electromagnetic rings which moves everything but the trees are an important part because they're part of the fission and fusion it's a fusion really is it both they fish the fission is the photosynthesis and then lightning is the fusion it's there's a distilling process turning the the, 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 the separated fields into ions that escape when we're, and then are reunited in the air causing the fucking massive gains and of bolts of lightning which are billions of volts versus the 5.5 volts each tree produces so it's by simply copying that whole process of how nature with the ion it's a giant faraday cage the earth is so what really ultimately was what's determined what i figured out is that by taking our planetary system's design and inverting it, we can create a generator that uses the exhaust product of our generator to power itself, which creates balance and freedom from energy dependence. And that form of exhaust that we'll be using is gravity. Gravitational forces, a full quadrupole force of gravity is the fabric of space and time. And space and time is a good luxury. It is not a very nice necessity, I promise you that. <laughs> being bound to space and time is something you want to be optional i do guarantee it okay many questions first why do you know that and how did you like how did you get to this information because 
I mean, if you just, if I am listening to yourself or anybody else is listening to you, uh, to yourself, to you, um, you kind of got this feeling, okay, this guy has some scientific background, right? Um, like, well, now or engineering cool. background. Yeah. Hey, listen, is this beer right here holding up uh, the uh, phone? Uh, yeah, yeah, it is, it is. I really want to drink it. Can we swap it out for something else? <laughs> wait. Is it possible? Wait, wait. All right. Wait, wait. I will, I'm not going to do anything. I'm just seeing if I can uh, locate it. Here, here's a... Oh, we got it. Um, we'll help. Yeah. Thanks, man. Uh, yeah. Really, probably a far more extensive and accurate understanding of... Well, first of all, reconnecting with the eternal spirit that... Uh, created all of this shit really makes all the answers pretty fucking apparent and immediate whenever i ask myself a question one time i had to if i remember this example uh how does something be a insulator and a conductor and i just asked myself the question i got like three answers one mm -hmm. is then when it's wood because the wood separates the fucking fields and allows there to be a loop established without grounding it so it's both a conductor and it's an insulator. That's 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 really quite one of the most relevant parts. But but still still uh, as a guy who never did or never studied engineering. That's whatever, why I know anything, yeah. man. I learned how to study, read, and compile information and process it absolutely accurately through a process of law school. What does he imagine lawyers to do if not read through arcane shit, pull out the relevant facts, and make a real case out of what they mean? Well, that's exactly what I was trained to do. And what I did for the process of 15,000 hours, well, at least 12,000 in about 10-month period, was just break it down from the ground up. I didn't presume any of these motherfuckers had an idea what they were talking about because everything I could find that they were teaching anybody just was impossible. It couldn't even be the truth. So I got to eliminate that. If it can't be true, you will not find me trying to figure out how to believe it. <laughs> yeah, I'll just go ahead and set about figuring out what is true and then telling you about it later <laughs> when i find it but this fucking shit you guys just have to start at the with the beard with the you take the raw data and you process it what is this saying all right understand the point it has distill it into a understanding right in essence and then when you're looking at other you're following a trail as you're looking at other things Oh, I'll get to that, I guess. Too. When you're following other things, you'll relate the pieces of data as long as you know that, well, you are the one determining their relevancy to each other. There's no other source that you're going to find uh, accurate, non-manipulative, non-subjective, biased shit. It just doesn't happen. But uh, uh, I just really, and one of the things that happened somewhere along the line is I was... I was never knew anything about Nikola Tesla. It was never any of my interest at all. I read about him in a Dean Koontz book one time and about how he sent wireless electricity. And I'm like, oh, that's cool. Is that real? And then, I, I mean, I looked it up later. But uh, I was never into any of this shit. None of it. Not a, a bit of it. But this one night, I just, uh, it, was, it was just wild. I was just seized with this vision of uh, evolution of magnetics from, quanta, from electromagnetic to quantum magnetic. <laughs> I'm like, well, I better figure out what that means then because I knew it was the craziest night. But, but Well, this is how this whole delivered the message to me. All right, so I'm here with some friends and I was, I'd gotten into some experimentation. I just, I, I wasn't, it wasn't very advanced at the point. Just magnet magnets. I was just had some rare earth magnets. Actually, wasn't even, I hadn't even gotten any experimentation. It was in a gold, a gold panning kit that I had come across somewhere and there was some neodymium magnets in there. But I just had this fucking thought, this vision, whatever, take these magnets out, break them up and play with the dust. 
rest. I'm like, all right. So I do this, and it's, first of all, craziest thing, I hit this one magnet with the fucking hammer, and it shot me, man. I got a scar on my hand. It hurt worse than anything I ever imagined. felt like it went to the center of my hand. But then I'm playing with the dust, right? And my friends were all watching. I'm throwing it. Every time I'd throw it on this little metal block, it would form one shape or another. I'm talking about like soldiers, past, present, and future, jets and homes, Star Wars ships, craziest, crazy shit. And we're all like, what in the fuck? And then one time I would throw it on there and it forms the happy Buddha, literally happy Buddha. We're like, wow. And then it turned into something else without nobody touching it. And then it turned back to the happy Buddha. I'm like, I have no idea what the fuck just happened, but we all did just see that happen. And so I just, I, I knew, like, they, they none of them people, they got weirded out. They're like, that was so fucking weird, and we did, they never came back. But um, anyway, I knew I knew something was going on at that point. And I just decided, I mean, really what I ended up doing is just looking at a guy, this guy Tesla, and saying, well, what the fuck did he do? Because we're apparently using every bit of technology he's responsible for um, inventing. But at the point he offered something that we're not using, he was crazy. The wrong for the only time in his life and somehow full of shit. Like, what? I'm not sure that's a sound conclusion. So, what I did was start out with the presum- presumption that he had a reason for offering what he did and he knew something I didn't. And that by following the clues he left and the scarce photographs that are from that period of time in the late 1800s. I could and ultimately was able to quite easily, frankly, follow exactly where he had left the trail. It, the hardest fucking part was simplifying it. The hardest part was the hardest part was not presuming that what the pieces I was seeing were what I thought they were, right? Like I was identifying first I thought it was basically all metal and I find out it's pretty much all wood. Right? But it took me it took me a long while to even recognize that the giant thing in the middle of his generator that's obviously a fucking tree trunk was a tree trunk. I have no idea what I would have even thought it was otherwise. Nothing else even looks like that. So nobody knew that? Nobody knows this at all. I know this. You can't find it documented anywhere. You can't even find any references to the the electrical properties of wood. They're scarce as shit. I've stumbled across a couple because Google's good to me. I've gotten results on things that weren't even what I searched for, but I realized... Well, that's exactly what I needed. I would never have found it, but thank you, Google. And But that requires having an open mind because before in life, I'd have gotten irritated. Like, why didn't you bring me what I fucking expected? Then at that point, I'm like, I'm happy to tell him, like, thank you for bringing me what I needed. I didn't even know what the fuck to expect. So, <laughs> But I guess you're referring to this famous picture of Nikola Tesla uh, where he's sitting in, 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 in front of this cage yeah. and you have like this electrical, yeah. uh, how do you say, and this lightning more yeah, or less. Exactly, yeah, exactly, exactly what it is, yeah. yeah. That's where the roots, they, right now they're shooting, they just, they just confirmed scientifically that the roots deposit light into the ground. The roots deposit the light into the ground. That's lightning going down there, man. Turn around and go the other way. It's just, it's just not hard. None of the shit that I come up with, I didn't find and discover anything new. I took things that were already solidly proven and established and just put them together in ways that you can't even deny when you look at the pieces of them. It's like, well... I mean, as above, so below. If it's going one way, it's going to go the other. It's not going to fucking work on one circumstance and not fucking perform when you reverse it. It's always law of inverse is always going to be true. As above, so below. It's really probably the most, the strongest law of the universe. There'll always be an equal opposite. But, okay, 
you you were reading a lot theory and blah 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 blah. No, no, no. But you were testing as well, like yeah, that too. But no, I was not reading theory. What I was reading were the actual studies published by research scientists in the findings of their data sets, the things, their experiments, and the things that they had found. Just the whole. I mean, the whole thing. What they thought was relevant or not. The things they put in their like actual. <laughs> the individual components, right? I knew what had to be the case for this, the sum total to align and be true. So I had to find the pieces that um, made, th I had to find support for each individual component within existing bodies of research about other shit. Because obviously, if people were doing any of the direct research, knowing any of this shit, they'd be being done right now. So, you know what I mean? There's not, you can't go out there and find a source on the things no one's doing and they should be doing. <laughs> if they knew about it and you could find it that way, they'd probably be doing it because they should be. Okay, maybe let's say like this. Okay, you, you just figured out what Nikola Tesla was doing. Correct. Right. That's right. But why didn't it become mainstream back then? Back then? Well, two reasons. One, because J.P. Morgan, Westinghouse, and fucking uh, uh, Thomas Edison just... This is what Edison said. You got to be able to put a meter on it. And the problem here is, is that all we're really going to do and doing is raising the magnetic frequency, the, the electromagnetic frequency of the planet to be usable anywhere to any little piece of metal coil on a piece of wood. Anywhere. Free. You cannot measure it. It's not going to be measured. It's not going to be doled out or controlled. It's not going to be sold to anyone. It's just going to be there by nature, used as in nature today. The trees and everything on nature are powered by a low frequency version of this that we can't. I mean, it's just not high frequency enough to use for our stuff. But by powering up the human, by by use by heart, by com by combining really connecting the human electromagnetic electrostatic magnetic field with the planets and power and and amplifying use uh, the human field, it powers up the planet. And in there, and in turn, uh, around each human, we'll have what I guess you would call an aura which is a usable field of power. It's the same field that right now produces interference when a human walks too close to analog receiving uh, technology, antennas, rabbit ears, that shit. When, you, when a human gets close to the antenna, it causes a disruption. That disruption is energy being received and processed in a disruptive fashion from the human. By amplifying that a little bit and just harnessing it, well, not even a little bit, it's amplifying it a great deal, and it's going to literally power... It's fucking everything. It's going to be fucking amazing, but that's the principle of it, and it's not complicated. It's just fucking apparent, like obvious shit. But how can you, like this aura that you're talking about and, and th this energy or this field that every human has, how can you convert this into something useful that humanity can... Easy, in the same manner that nature's been doing it forever. The trees literally are taking and splitting... The process, all right, so you have the electric and the magnetic field in your body, and it's constantly doing stuff, right? It's just not of a high enough frequency to power stuff for most people. Sometimes, I swear, anyway, we're going to, our radiation, our frequency is going to increase, and we're going to be literally operating at a higher capacity. Our bandwidth will be increased. Our brains will work at more than 10%. We'll be fully powered, and around us will literally be in the air a magnetic electromagnetic field in flux that you take and you put a coil of copper on a piece of wood in anywhere and it'll produce a current 
So in your technology, it's literally just going to have a piece of wood with a coil of copper on it. That's like its core. And as soon as you get into the vehicle, for example, a vehicle, or you get into your house, your field is going to light it up, and it's going to take what's being produced naturally in the air by the body and amplify it to a usable form. It's the same manner any kind of amplification works. Humans are just more or less retarded today because they're doing such a human being is a mag tool of magnetic um interpretation exploration and, and, and experience right magnetic realms exist the human navigates them well our perverse our power grid is charged so it's it, but it's perverted but it being charged in a continuous shape and form it literally has a consciousness it literally has a magnetic field an electromagnetic field which is consciousness but it's a perverted consciousness. It's like in the bar, it's literally wrapping the planet like a fucking, like like a noose, like a fucking bindings, right? It's just wrapping us up. And uh, the part of the human being that's resistant to the change to the system that would fix everything, the inversion that's coming up, whether they like it or not, is because they feel a part of themselves would experience death should a problem be fixed. That's true. But it's not really a part of them. <laughs> it's just a little fucking interloper that they identified with. You know what I mean? So the electrical grid informs the human consciousness. And the way we're doing it now runs our system on scarcity, limitation, and lack. Whereas, and comp thereby competition. But where we're turning the corner into with the polarity shift is to one of cooperation and on principles of abundance, cooperation and love right and and um and sharing and love it's not there's abundance entitlement and love every human being is divine embodied there's not a goddamn thing here the human being needs to earn because it's fucking powering the whole goddamn system every fucking thing here is happening because the human being is here making it happen right and the collective experience, the play, the reason we have a giant planet now with lots of stuff and places, experiences, and people, and everything, is because there's more people. And the more people, the more they fucking. When there was one person, boy, that shit sucked. Promise you. <laughs> you tap in when you get there. When we get there. When, when at some point before long, you will be able to tap into that memory, and you'll realize what it was like to be the only entity and having to literally just. It's just not. I mean, that's that's not pleasant when any when even one physical unit entity the human being produces at least a, a, an exponential amount of the energy it consumes the growth of the planet as a whole the physical growth of the planet is literally each year a centimeters i believe is literally solid state energy being produced by the abundance of consciousness that we're able to convert into everything that we use or want and could possibly imagine Including shit we don't even use now, like teleporting fucking time machines that you can literally just attach to a tree and by resonating with the universal circuit, literally being resonant with the universal circuit because the trees are all, the nature is all tuned to it, you can literally just jump on up out of this dimension for a minute. About being quantum, it actually stays attached, I do believe. I haven't done it. I've seen Tesla's actual patent for one. It's anchored to a tree. I don't think it physically leaves a tree. I think it actually is both there and somewhere else. But it's definitely being done. It's called being resonant with your universe and being consciousness gives you access to the fabric of space and time because everything breaks down around you, but your consciousness will never do that. Right. Can I can I say in that point that you're like combining spirituality and and uh, and science? Uh, it's not really spirituality. It's just recognition that frequency is reality. Everything is a form of frequency or another, and our consciousness is the maestro frequency that's the regulation tool of the efficiency of the universe. I wouldn't call it spiritual. I'd call it 
reality because just because you can't see something we know well enough to know quantum is a very real thing and anything quantum that has consciousness is going to be what you would call spirit and it definitely exists quantum consciousness is a proven fact so that thing there is going to be the part of us that we are talking about when i say the spirit when i when i when it sounds spiritual it's that connection we have to the other side of the veil the quantum side here whichever one it is i mean to there from there we are probably the quantum side from here they're the quantum side this is what it is i imagine it's going to be that way but um the point is connecting both sides together and merging them in such a way that the active experience being had in the moment is a reflection of the things no one had to wait for coming into existence because they just manifest immediately and the experience of enjoying them in the moment in quantum right now like it doesn't have enjoyment because there's no moments right there's no moments of enjoying anything so the stuff that can exist there instantly is a very little value of experiential quality you can't that's just how do you enjoy something when there's no time or space or moments to enjoy it and you don't you have it but you do not enjoy it when you merge that perspective with this one here you kind of gain both you gain the best of both worlds the ability to enjoy it and the lack of a need to wait for it, walk to it, or otherwise figure out anything about how it's going to happen. You just continually experience the direct manifestation of life to the highest form you can imagine it. It's far better than this shit, I promise. This shit's all right. It tells us what we can do. But when everything's actually moving in the direction of progress and advancement for human freedom and the expression of life, instead of working directly and continuously against it, you'll find it works a hell of a lot better all of a sudden, real quick, like not even, you know what I mean? Like fast. Right now, the humans fight each other to destroy everything and they still manage to create a little beauty. Imagine that. Well, imagine what happens when they start working together, helping one another with the purpose of creating beauty. I'm thinking that's going to be exponential growth. It's not just a ceasing of the ugliness. It's not just a ceasing of the ugliness. It's a cooperative exponential boost to the creation of beauty right but how can like or do you have a plan you're providing an answer yes but how do you have a plan of implementing this answer into the everyday life of everybody absolutely that's rather totally easy because once people realize that everything's well first thing that happens when they receive personal energy devices and the petroleum industry is dead, the dollar's over with. And I don't forget to the section on the financial strategy. Did you see the, about re the release of a cryptocurrency with the technology that people are able to, it's fully distributed within the system. It's the only thing that can work. I'm not saying I'm going to do any of these personally, but I'm giving the keys to the fucking world that there's plenty of motherfuckers with motivation to do something. I imagine somebody can figure it out. What I've found and from presenting are the things that are guaranteed to work and are literally the only things that could work, all right? Leveraging the cryptocurrency market and connecting it properly to the human's generation of the universal energy Money is just a form of energy, and by connecting a human's available resources to what its life is just naturally producing, obviously that's the way that it goes. Now, within the system itself, it must be an immediate strike. There must be a fucking fatal blow to the entire fucking thing, and that comes when at the same time personal energy devices are released freely producing energy and ending petroleum dollars, killing all the financial economy of the world, 
But along with it comes a new cryptocurrency that's given away for free, fully distributed to the 99% of the poorest everybody on earth except the richest motherfuckers, and let them buy the free energy device with it. One thing. And given the economics of Bitcoin and its meteoric rise based on 2% of the people on earth moving 24% of the currency in the system, we can anticipate what the growth of 99% of the people moving 100% of the currency, especially when it's for something as meaningful and as tangible of a backing for the financial system as freely produced personal energy that literally is the backbone driving cost of every single fucking thing that keeps people enslaved today. It's the only thing that can fix it, and it's guaranteed to work. They'll have no choice. They'll have no choice. It'll be over. That currency will immediately be worth gigantic numbers. Nobody will be working for the rich anymore without being paid in the new currency that the rich will not have. And nobody's even going to... So the rich are going to have to start accepting it in payment because the whole world is going to be asking, hey, will you accept this new coin? Equal, equilibrium, I think it's going to be called. Equilibrium. Will you accept this new coin? Wow. I mean, everybody on earth is asking for it. We don't have any. Yeah, we'll take it. <laughs> Bring them all over here. So they're going to have to start taking this shit. They're going to start paying people to the extent they're still working. They're not going to accept useless dollars anymore. They're going to have to start paying in new currency, real holdings, property, land, like the world they've stolen from everybody. That, I mean, the first thing that happens is the little bit of hope. There's actually been a lot of changes taking place. I'm watching them. Shit that people were even, weren't even willing to consider possible six, eight months ago, a year ago, as I was evangelizing, really. I'm seeing them coming up with, on their own, releasing studies this we're all connected and every single thing that i think of and figure out in my head doesn't just go in a book it goes all over the fucking place and people are pulling it down out of the air right now as we're speaking you know what i mean and because everybody wins at the point that it's implemented without regard to their participant without no regard to anything except honestly how they feel about themselves because that's going to determine a person's standing in quantum reality when you're creating for yourself exactly what you feel you deserve what you feel you deserve becomes very fucking important i'll tell you <laughs> so you want to make sure that you are in a position of feeling you deserve the greatest goddamn things you can imagine on earth and that's all i'm doing and that's what i'm showing the template of to my children as well because in the process of manifesting that for myself I mean, what I really want is a world that's working for everybody so I can do it and it'll just be for me, but it'll also be for everybody. And when we align our interests that way, which is what is in my best interest is also in yours and everyone else's true best interest, which they are because we're all really just one family of humanity. Everything fixes itself. It's just the hopelessness and the insanity. The hopelessness because nothing really has changed in a long time. Actually, nobody living has experienced a positive <laughs> a positive change on their life, sir. Nothing has happened to materially improve their way of life since they've been living. Most, I mean, anyone alive today. I, I guess that's a chapter in your book as well, like um, a positive change in your life is you were writing about feel your feelings and think your thoughts. Yeah. And you're switching it, right? Uh, yeah. feel your thoughts and think your, think your feelings, right? Yeah, yeah. What do you mean exactly by that? Well, I mean, we're in the process of existing right now in two dimensions, like we're saying, the quantum and the, the physical. The brain and the heart, the, the heart and the mind are the two components. One exists in one place, that's the mind, exists here. And the heart and the feelings exist, the heart and the feelings exist there. That's why we interpret it through in non-concrete senses right because it's just too big to see it's like a fucking billion light instrument panel right so by trading our perspectives and learning letting it's almost it's, it's many purposes to it 
One is achieving the relative perspective of everlasting and eternal life because the light part came in, into the dark part. Our bodies are the dark, our spirits the light. And by putting the spirit's eyes through the body and the body's eyes through the spirit, we switch perspectives and achieve a relative experience of eternal life. But I mean, relatively before light lived three weeks and the human body never lived at all. <laughs> to be honest with you, really. <laughs> yeah, light lived three weeks and the human body never lived at all. So by putting them into the same place and switching their perspectives, we bring one to life and you gotta let the other one live forever. So we started out with three weeks to live, but then we added a relative experience of forever. And there might be a time limit on that, but we'll figure out whatever the next energy bottleneck is that keeps us, you know, we'll always be in a process of expansion and evolution. But um, the, the switching of the, the, the two is, is necessary because once the heart learns to do both the thinking and the feeling, and the brain learns to do both the, the, the feeling and the thinking, then we'll both we'll exist in both places fully conscious at both times. We just have a limitation to our operating capacity right now because of hardware. <laughs> but that's what evolution's been doing for a very long time is fixing hardware issues, but <laughs> we came from bodiless to this. I think we can do it. Man, I guess uh, for everybody who is struggling a little bit, We're following your words because it is you, you're talking a lot, you yeah. know, and it's kind of some like for me. It's, I have to admit yeah. sometimes like complicated shit yeah, that is like, uh, fuck, and I'm just able to follow it because I've read the book, you know. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and if you don't have a clue about what you're actually writing and what you're saying, it's like, and it's not that easy to follow you. But no, of because of that, I would like recommend everybody to everybody to read this book. You're not gonna sell it. You're gonna like. Yeah, I'm just gonna give free. it. A, I mean, yeah. Eventually, yeah, I probably put it up on a website that allows for people to pay if they feel like it and can. But it'll also be for the platform for downloading it. Right now, I'm just posting links or sharing links, but I'm not. No, 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 me voy en una hora o algo. Gracias. Ah, the where were we at? Oh yeah, the book. The website, yeah. But more importantly, though, yeah, it's just going to be available for free online. I mean, for now, it's on my Facebook page. Anybody who wants it can go and get it. I don't even care if someone else fucking wants to finish it. It doesn't even matter. I'm literally just trying to hand the project off at this point because. There are billions of people that could get it done really quickly and me trying to do it myself anymore. I mean, there's many reasons I don't feel it's the appropriate thing. <laughs> I mean, I've done what I've done, guys. There's not much more I'm even equipped and qualified to do. I just fucking talking ahead. I solve problems. I explain the answers, but I do not build anything and I'm not even going to try anymore. The plan, But I do believe... Now, here's the other thing, though. I'm not even 100% sure it needs te the technology. I don't know what the fucking technology... The technology exists in the body. The human body is that same technology. And, and when we when we expand and have new... Uh, new equipment, it'll function differently. And I don't even think, I don't know that we're going to need a ring or this the, the generator that Tesla built to actually, I think the human being, when the when the crown shock, when, that's what I want I'm working on now. The last, I don't have, I'll know when that motherfucker opens, all right? I'm not quite there, right? This, the crown chakra, it's it's on its way, right? I'm, I'm, a, I'm, I'm awake, but a crown chakra opening isn't being awake. It's the product of being awake and then reconciling the life you find yourself living wrongly to the desires in your heart that you should be living truly. 
And when you bring that into alignment and you balance yourself, that's when this fucker up here will light up. And I, the last, I just, I, my, my throat chakra is last one. I, I have direct, I, I know that open. And that's where all the truth comes from, right? That's the truth part. I know the truth comes from the throat chakra. The crown chakra is something else. And truth is that that throat chakra is probably what they call awakening, right? Because it's where the true, when the people start knowing truth, they call them awake. But there's some other shit to do. And when that beams up, it's going to just light everything up. Like for everybody, everybody's just going to receive a boost and go the same, the same way. Just everybody lights up. <laughs> it'll be good. I don't know what we're in the middle of, but it'll be amazingly interesting. Just pay attention. You won't miss it. <laughs> Man, um, maybe one last question from yeah. my side. In, um, because you more or less finished the book. Uh, what are your plans for the next years? What are you oh, going to yeah. do? Oh, I have no idea. Whatever I find of interest and enjoyment to do. And definitely, well, the first thing I'm going to do when the rule of law breaks down in the United States of America, and look, anybody there should get out. The Yellowstone volcano is going to erupt when the polarity of the planet shifts here very shortly, creates a burst of energy, and it's going to literally launch the whole planet into fucking outer space. It's just what it is. They've been saying California is going to fall into the ocean. No, it's going to be attached to the earth still. The rest of the country is going to get blown into outer space by this fucking 80-mile-wide epicenter of the most massive volcano in the earth. And uh, that's Which one? Yellowstone. Yellowstone. Yeah, the whole center of the United States. It's 80 miles. The, the mouth of the volcano is 80 miles in diameter. That's 40 kilometers. Mm -hmm. It's a lot, right? Why, why are you saying that with, with that certainty? Because I guarantee, I know for a fact, this is why there's no permanent civilizations constructed there of any kind of pyramids or anything. The only people living there when it was discovered lived in portable teepee communities. They knew that motherfucker. It's, it's, when that mother... All right. Have you seen the damage that volcanoes of a very small size have done yeah you even you have any idea what a volcano that's 80 miles across the hole that will be shooting the fire out would do it will literally it won't just blow that planet in space. it won't just blow the that fucking uh country into space it will literally fracture the planet and create from it a mitosis just one continent became many continents One planet with life becoming more. So we're always in expansion. Cellular mitosis is going to pattern what we know of that. And so I'm, I'm telling you, that shit's going to be wild. And I, we're, this new, this new, the new energy is going to pull together the land masses on opposing sides of the of the world. And uh, in doing so, there's seven continents, right? And six of them are going to make three new. New planets. I've been welcome. I mean, uh, here's how I know most of the things I know that I come up that I say that I don't have much direct support for. It's just things I've been saying for long enough that haven't changed any for me to know some version of that's going to happen because I've been watching these things come to happen. You know what I mean? Some version of them. It might not be exact. Some version. Of them. But the dark side of the moon, man. That's why I figure the future of the United States. Being Babylon and all, I'm pretty sure the dark side of the moon is where the monsters live, right? <laughs> Where the monsters live. I don't know, man. But anyway, so yeah. But don't, well, my words aren't even that important. The only point I'm trying to communicate with this book or anything is just tuning into your own superhero inside. It's already there. The answers exist. The required step in the beginning is to say to yourself and to anyone listening of the universe, I don't really know shit. I know I've been acting like I do, but it's clear I don't. But I know I can. Mm -hmm. But you got to show me what it is because I'm not going to keep thinking I already know because that's not working out. And if someone says that and means it, because they're literally reached a point that, the, I guess the fact, the reasons, the motivations to figure it out are great enough, right? That they're the fear of doing so. 
doesn't matter as much, you know, but you just got to get to that point of desperation of like, it just ain't working out, but I'll be damned if I'm going to sit around and to suffer and hope to die. <laughs> you know what I mean? That I might start over and do it a better way. That's just crazy shit. I'm in the middle of my life here. I'm not going to just sit around and wish something would change after I know it won't, you know, especially when it's not just me upon whom it's depending it. Right. And then it's, that's not just one life. It's not just, it's the whole motherfucking planet and the whole motherfucking universe, more or less. This has gotten really big, to be honest with you. It took me years. It took me years to really grasp the, uh, I just left, I, I really just left to discover in myself a father I was proud to give my children. That was my mission. That was the only mission I knew about, was to discover genuine love to be able to share with them. I mean, the process, man, it got pretty big, the whole scope of it. It really just, for, it took forever, it took years. I mean, for a whole year, I was literally sitting there, I'd be like, when anyone asked me what I was doing, I guess it's just called faith. They say, what are you doing? solving the problem of the world they would just laugh and i'm like keep laughing i'm watching me do it <laughs> and uh anything that exists as a problem it must have a solution because it came the problem from somewhere and the problem didn't come for the purpose of making your life suck forever because all of us have the divine consciousness living in our being and we and it just really wants to live an experience that's worth living and enjoy the time spent every moment of eternity doing it for real it's not just this little everybody it's not a short time but it's both too short and too long life is to do anything but do it right period